You're tuned into DC's DFS Challenge with Dan Mater and Chris Pinto. Live on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And everybody, welcome in for the first ever edition of the DC's DFS Challenge. I'm your host, Dan Mater. I'm joined here with my partner, my co-host, Christopher Pinto. And we are so excited to be here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network for the very first time, WWSRN, also presented by Belly Up Fantasy Sports. Chris, it was just, what, two weeks ago that we just started this show, and all of a sudden we find ourselves live on the radio, the Worldwide Sports Network, giving us an opportunity to help people win money out there. How are you doing? Introduce yourself to the folks. Man, first, I'm very grateful to be here with you and on, on our new network on the radio. Uh, this is my first time ever, so you, everyone who's listening will have to bear with me. I'm a novice at this. Um, but man, it's a great time. Football's back. I mean, I'm an Aggie, so my wife works for the university. It's Aggie game day. We're playing against Vanderbilt today. Uh, college football's buzzing. My father-in-law, mother-in-law are in Vegas right now, and they've won a little bit of money from Josh Lozano, uh, giving us some tips. So can't complain about anything about that. And then I just can't get, I can't wait to get to this slate of games that we're going to talk about, Dan. Yeah, we got a lot we're going to talk about. So in case, obviously, a lot of you guys don't know, because it'll be the first time you ever listening or watching this show on the Worldwide Sports Network app or the website, WorldwideSportsRadio.com. And basically what we're here to do is we talk about DFS. We give you our lineup cards for DraftKings. We give our lineup cards for FanDuel. We also give you a couple of sleepers that we didn't put in our lineups that we also still like. But in the second half of the show, we have a great guest, Chaz Filardi from Sports Betting Weekly comes on. He goes over his betting tips for the week. We're going to talk about our lines, our locks, our upset picks for this week. We're going to try to win you guys money in multiple ways. So it's not just a DFS show. The second half of the show, we get into all kinds of money lines and what we like about this upcoming week tomorrow. So you can find me at BellyUpMDFFShow on social media. Some of you guys may recognize me from Thursday and Friday when I was live from 12 to 1.30. We I'm going to be live 12 to 1.30 every single Thursday and Friday from here on out. You're going to find both of us here live on Saturday nights from 9.30 to 10.30 moving forward. Chris, where can they go ahead and check you out at? Uh, everyone can follow me on Twitter at AggieCapaSig, all one word. Any Kappa Sigs out there that are watching or listening, AEKDB, love you guys. I always take your DMs. I'll take anyone's DMs, really. But, yeah, follow me on Twitter. Ask me all sorts of questions. Um, and then Dan and I run the fantasy uh, site for Belly Up Fantasy Sports. So come check us out there, too, guys. Yeah, and before we go ahead and get into our lineups, I want to make sure, remember the crowd who has listened to us the past couple of weeks and the new crowd out there. We do a monthly giveaway with Chaz Filardi of championshipfootballs.com. You have to play against us in our DraftKings tournament. Chris will have the link up there later on in the show. And what you do is you pretty much you just join. It's free to join. You have to beat both Chris and I. You have to come in first place, and you can become eligible participants to win $100 to championshipfootballs.com, which has a lot of great sports memorabilia for you guys to go ahead and check out. So right now, I won week two. So we only have Yaya6363 who is the eligible participant for the month of September so far. This is the last week for that. So make sure you guys try to take advantage because it might be down to one or two participants unless it's just going to be Yaya 6363 because Chris and I are the ones who won yet again. So we got to see what you guys' skills are at, but make sure you're listening to us for all of our tips heading into your DFS lineups. We're going to have that for you later on in the show too. So Chris, while we got you here, 
why don't you go ahead and give us our your start off with your DraftKings lineup, buddy? Yeah, for sure, Dan. I'll jump right into it. Uh, at the quarterback position, I got to take Killer Kyler, man. Uh, fellow Aggie at $6,800 on DraftKings. I mean, this game is going to be amazing for the Arizona Cardinals. Um, he's got 67% completion rating and 83% QBR. I mean, the dude is lighting it up on the ground, not so much in the air, but that should come throughout the year. But his legs, man, I mean, he's on pace for, you know, possibly beating Lamar's record last year. And then his ADOT's not bad at 7.0. They face the 2 and or the 0 and 2 Detroit Lions who have allowed 443 passing yards and 6.5 yards per rush for 408 yards on the ground. I mean, these guys they lost Snacks Harrison, they lost Slay. The defense isn't what it used to be, so they're allowing, you know, over the last 18 different quarter 18 quarterbacks that saw them, 13 have thrown multiple touchdowns against them. So I feel like Kyler's going to have at least two in the end zone through the air and then at least one on the ground. So I'm locking him in as my quarterback one for my DraftKings lineup. Um, and I'm also going to Voltron stack this. You know, I'm going to move to uh, my well, – I'll, I'll just go on to one of my running backs is going to be Kenyon Drake at $6,000, uh, pairing him up with Kyler. Like I mentioned, Snacks Harrison isn't there anymore. So that middle of the defensive line isn't as good as it used to be. But he's ran 44 routes as well, so he's doing a little bit of both on the ground and through the air. Um, six evaded tackles, and he's pretty much owning this backfield right now. It used to be a big Chase Edmonds, Kenyon Drake split, but now it's more of a 70-30. So I'm going to lean on Kenyon Drake to have a pretty big game right now. Um, the Lions, shoot, man, 69 points allowed as well, and then seven on the ground. I mean, come on. Kenyon Drake, lock him in, right? And then obviously my guy, Nuke. Uh, super sad that he left Houston. You know, I'm still distraught about that. Still drinking my bottle of Jack on that one. But DeAndre with Kyler seems to be pretty good. He's out there for 96% of the snaps. He's got almost a 40% target share, which is ridiculous. Actual number is 35.7. Thank you, FF Spaceman. And 87 routes ran. Like, he's out there and he's running routes and he's catching bombs from, you know, uh, Kyler. Uh, like I mentioned, the Detroit Lions, they lost Slay. So, He's about to feast on these cornerbacks that he's going to have to line up against. He's got a rookie and then also a second-year cornerback who combined have allowed a 75% catch rating and 13.5 yards per catch. So DeAndre Hopkins, this entire Arizona Cardinals Voltron stack I'm all about. Uh, I'll go through pretty quickly on these last on these next few guys kind of filling out my roster. But I'm going to get a value play in Der Devin Singletary. With Zach Moss out right now, he's going to have a huge workload. He might not get a much of the goal line carries as Josh Allen should see some of that. But, I mean, at $4,900 with Zach Moss out and he's going to get the bulk of the load against the Rams, I'm going to go with that. The 2-0 Rams, I mean, they've allowed 110 yards on the ground over two games averaging and then also 24 carries and one TD to both the running backs. So very similar stats by Zeke Elliott and – I forgot who else the Rams played. I'm sorry. But their, their stats were pretty much the same, so – I assume Devin Singletary should see the end zone at least once. And for 4900 bucks, that should pay off for me. It was the Eagles, um, by the way. The Bill – the wait, what? It was the Eagles, by the way. That was who else? Al playing. Sanders, one of your guys. There we go. There we go. Okay. Then I got my guy JTT, Jonathan Taylor, touchdown at seven grand. This dude against the Jets. And this – I mean, let's just move on after that. There's not much to say about this, right? Gase, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. I and mean, I have Jonathan Taylor in my lineup too. This nice. week against the New York Jets, seven thousand dollars doesn't matter. This guy got twenty six carries last week. 
Uh, I see no reason why you can't get something similar again this week on top of the fact that against the Jets, what are they going to do offensively? Are the, are the Colts just going to run their four-minute offense for 60 minutes in this game? That's pretty <laughs> much what's going to happen. So you have to go with Jonathan Taylor in this game. $7,000. You're not even really paying up for him when you actually look at it. He's my number four running back on the week to begin yeah. with. Yeah, when I mean, it came to my lineup, I wanted to go with the contrarian stack. I wanted to get something that nobody else seemed to be expecting. And I am big, big on the Giants versus the 49ers this week. I went Daniel Jones and Darius Slayton. I am big on the idea that this 49ers defense is shot. They have their JV squad out there. I'm big on the idea that without Saquon Barkley, the Giants are going to be a more pass-first team. No Sterling Shepard. It's setting up for Darius Slayton. Evan Ingram, Golden Tate to get a healthy bulk of the work. And I believe the Giants are going to have to throw the ball in order to move the ball consistently throughout this game. So I want Daniel Jones at 5,500, one of the lowest uh, rated quarterbacks for D- for DraftKings right now heading into this week, one of the lowest starting quarterbacks that is at 5,500, so cheap. And even Darius Slayton is only $4,900 on DraftKings. So I get one of my top contrarian uh, combo plays here for super cheap. And then I was going to go more expensive after Jonathan Taylor. I was going to stick with another expensive running back, but instead I decided I'm going to stay in the same game. I'm going Jarek McKinnon back the other way at $4,900. Yeah. Look, him and Jeff Wilson Jr., they might split the carries. Jeff Wilson Jr. might be the goal line back, but Jarek McKinnon is going to get the overwhelming majority of the work because he's going to get the passing work. And with no George Kittle, with Nick Mullins, Look, the targets are all going to go to Jordan Reed and Jarek McKinnon in this game. Brandon Ayuk wasn't much of anything in his rookie debut last week against the New York Jets. It's not a, obviously, it's still a good matchup against the Giants, but it's not necessarily better than what he saw against the Jets last week. I just don't know if he's fully back, and he hasn't been able to practice too much, so I don't know if he's just right, not ready to go at this point. I expect Nick Mullins to go to Old Faithful, which will be Jordan Reed, which will be Jarek McKinnon. So I love Jerry McKinnon in this game, especially at $4,900. He's broken big plays each of the first two weeks. I don't see why he can't get another one against the Giants, and I love him at $4,900. So then I went with my top five receiver, and I went Amari Cooper with the Dallas Cowboys, Seattle Seahawks. I expect this to be the game of the week. I expect it to be the shootout of the week. And I love Murray Cooper, $6,500. I had him in my lineup last week, too, at $6,300. He only goes up to $6,500 here. He's a steal at $6,500. This is a guy who belongs, who should be plus $7,000, but he's not. So you have to go ahead. You have to take him. He has not been hindered by C.D. Lamb. He has not been hindered by Michael Gallup. He has not been hindered by any of those things. So I fully anticipate that he will be good to go in this matchup once again. Go ahead, Amari Cooper. Fire him up. I expect it to be a big scoring shootout game. Then I went with another guy that I actually had in last week because, once again, the dial didn't move on him. And that was Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson at $5,400. He went up $200 from last week. He is getting targeted more than Juju Smith-Schuster. He is the guy. He is the man. And against the Houston Texans, who have nobody to cover, yeah, give me Deontay Johnson in this game at $5,400. It's a steal when you're talking about DraftKings because it's a steal when you're talking about full-point PPR situations. So next up, I went with uh, Drew Sample at the tight end position. I wanted to go Jordan Reed. I wanted to do it. But Jordan Reed's up to $4,000. Drew Sample at $3,500. He's a real thing. I know CJ Usama, he goes out. Joe Burrow made it clear he wants to target a tight end. You just saw the Eagles give up three touchdowns to Tyler Higbee. 
At $3,500, Juice Samples looked like he had true athletic ability that I love moving forward. He is a real deal. He is going to be a thing. With Darius Slate shadowing A.J. Green, they're going to go for the middle. It's going to be Tyler Boyd. I think we're going to see a fair amount of Juice Sample in this game. I love him at that price range. And yeah, that allowed sure me to add on to that because Juice Sample ahead. is actually my tight end as well. Uh, you mentioned the three touchdowns by Tyler Higby. The Browns have only allowed passing touchdowns two tight ends there you go there you go there you go we'll see if it continues to happen here and then i went derrick henry at seventy eight hundred dollars in the flex position love it i know he hasn't been super efficient 31 carries 25 carries if you've been waiting for the game from the breakout it's going to happen against the minnesota vikings because they have nothing left anthony barr's gone mike hughes is gone what was already little talent on that defense is disappearing by the by the week Derrick Henry is going to be the man. He is going to be the guy. And I think we finally see his first breakout game of 2020 at $7,800 paid up for Derrick Henry here. And then I decided I was going to go ahead and pay up for defense with the Steelers and go with the four grand because I believe that they will just dominate that line of scrimmage of the Houston Texans. That's fair. I went with actually, I actually went with the Texans defense paying down the 2,100 bucks. The turnover ratio by the Pittsburgh Steelers is pretty good at plus one, five, five over two. So Maybe the Texans get lucky and being 0-2 kicks them in the kicks them in the nuts a little bit, right? So 2100 bucks, can't really miss on that. Well, plus it's a contrarian play. I do like it. Ben Robisberger's still a little bit rusty, still trying to throw the ball around a little bit more. So we're going to see what happens there. We're going to go a quick break. On the other side, we're going to talk about our sleepers for DraftKings, our sleepers for FanDuel. And then later on the show, don't forget, we have a special guest, Chaz Flaherty, coming on to the show at about... 10 o'clock. So we're going to go a quick break here and then we'll be right back. This is DC's DFS Challenge on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And we are back on WWSRN. I'm your host, Dan Mater, along with Chris Pinto. This is the DC's DFS Challenge. We just went over our DraftKings and FanDuel lineup cards. Now we have a couple of sleepers that didn't quite make our lineup, but could very well be valuable plays for you, Chris, why don't you go ahead and give us your two DraftKings sleepers? Yeah, on DraftKings, <clears throat> excuse me, on DraftKings, I've got a wide receiver in David Moore in this huge high-scoring game for the uh, Dallas Cowboys and the Seattle Seahawks. David Moore, man, he's a little bit unreal, right? He doesn't get a lot of his name. Not a lot. His name isn't publicized a lot. Sorry, <laughs> told you, everybody. Okay. I'm new. I'm new. So, <laughs> but he's out there for 52% of the snaps. He's had three red zone targets, which leads the team. Um, Russ is looking for him, and when he got, when he has to cook, he's going to cook. And fun fact, David Moore, six receptions, six targets, 100% catch rating on this guy. So for $3,600, he's going to open up a lot of your roster. Um, so I'd give him a fly in a, in a big old tournament. Then also a guy, I don't know if Dan mentioned him this week or it was probably last week, but it's one of the – guys that a bunch of our belly up fantasy guys have hung their hat on that I have not really taken a liking to, but I think this week it's going to happen, right? Antonio Gibson from the Washington football team, $4,700 is not, I mean, you're, you're spending a little bit of money on them, but not that much comparatively. But the big thing that I saw was he had an increase from 18 snaps to 43 snaps. That's ridiculous. I mean, Opportunity shares at 44% almost. The kid's lightning in a bottle. We've all seen the highlight reel. You're either on board or you're not. This is my week that I'm going to say, okay, 
He's going to be my sleeper. If he doesn't, I'm way on board. But if not, okay, I told you so. <laughs> no, he has. His snap count went way up through the roof. It does look like he's, he's going to be his backfield moving forward. As he gets more involved in the passing game, he is somebody who's going to have bigger games. So I definitely like the pick there. For me, when it came to DraftKings, went a little bit more expensive than I normally do when it comes to these sleepers, but couldn't resist Deshaun Jackson at $5,200 with no Jalen Rager. His, the big thing about Deshaun Jackson the first two weeks that we weren't really anticipating heading into this season is that his snap count has been hovering around the 50-60% mark. That goes away with Jalen Rager off the field now. Deshaun Jackson is not only the number one wide receiver, but he's the only deep threat that they truly have. So against the Cincinnati Bengals, if you can't play Deshaun here and expect a big game, you'll never be able to. I think he has a big game in this one. I think Carson Wentz gets right a bit more in this game. They don't have a big pass rush, so the offensive line should have an easier time than it's had the first couple of weeks. I do like Deshaun Jackson, what his ceiling could possibly be for $5,200 for sure. My next sleeper for DraftKings is Joshua Kelly at $5,000. This guy got 23 carries last week. They're going to pound the ball against Carolina. I don't even know if they're going to need to throw the football up against this defense right now and no Christian McCaffrey on the other side to put pressure on them. Chargers defense, they're not going to have Melvin Ingram, but they still should be able to handle this Panthers attack, I think, with little to no issue. They'll be just fine moving forward. I really love Joshua Kelly and his touchdown capability in this game i wouldn't be surprised if you got not one but two touchdowns in this game at five thousand dollars a guy who's getting that kind of volume i really like what's going down his path chris real quickly what do you got for fanduel for fanduel i got a guy that i mean a little bit reminiscent of i think it was two years ago for the new new england patriots you have no James White. Rex Burkhead's got a bigger role. But I'm going to lean on Sony Michelle for some reason. I think this could be a Sony Michelle week, right? Where out of nowhere, he wins you the multi-million dollar, you know, 300 yards, four touchdown game. And then we don't hear from him again because Cam just keeps on beating it in. So I kind of like Sony Michelle on FanDuel just because of his prize point. But then also a receiver that I'm going to choose is going to be Hunter Renfro in the same game. Um, Bill Belichick's going to take away Josh Jacobs. He's going to take away Darren Waller. So Hunter Renfro at his prize point, I'm all in. Keep it short and sweet, right? Yeah, I feel you on that one. And my sleepers for FanDuel right here are Chase Claypool, just like you. <laughs> that was the number one guy. Look, I think he's going to overtake James Washington sooner rather than later. I don't know if his snap count's going to beat him out this particular week, but I do think it's coming really, really soon. The so dude is an athlete. Yeah. Holy cow. Well, <laughs> And I talked about this going into the season of the rookie wide receivers. I thought he could actually possibly make the biggest impact because he is the guy who has a Martavius Bryant-like skill set with Big Ben back in the lineup. He likes those type of wide receivers that he can throw the ball up to for 50-50 balls down the field. That's what Claypool does. So I wouldn't be surprised if he not only overtakes James Washington soon, but becomes a big cog in this offense. So I do like him at 5,000 and the big plays he can have. And then I went with Jeff Wilson Jr. at $5,200 just because there's a real possibility against the New York Giants that he could fall into the end zone a couple of times in this game. Now, he is going to be touchdown dependent, but it's a little bit of a contrarian play at 5200 on FanDuel and a guy who can definitely get you multiple touchdowns in this matchup. So I did go with him as one of my sleepers. Chris, thankfully, we do have a little bit more time than I thought we were going to have. So why don't you go ahead and we'll actually give the people our FanDuel lineup cards. Yeah, for sure. So I kept mine pretty similar to my drafting line just because I love the Kyler, Drake, and uh, Nuke stack. 
but I got to spend up a little bit. I've got John New as my tight end at 5,600 bucks. And then my flex, I went away from a running back and I went DJ Moore. Um, but for some reason on FanDuel, I feel like I need to be a little bit more contrarian and pick guys that I guess contrarian to myself. You know me, Dan. I'm never rocking a receiver in my flex, but for some reason, I got a good feeling about DJ Moore at 6,700 bucks. It's a little bit of money, but I, I, I think he's our number one wide receiver out there and he could have a big day with no CMC. Yeah. No, I hear you. Oh, and then also got the Colts defense. I was going to keep going. Okay. Yeah. Oh, oh, but then I took, I, I stole one of your guys. Shoot. I had CD lamb in my DraftKings lineup, but in uh Fanduel I got uh, Amari Cooper. So just excitement all over, all over the place. I got Kyler, Jonathan Taylor, Thomas, Kenyon Drake, uh, new Hopkins, Tyler Lockett, Amari Cooper, Johnny Smith, DJ Moore, and then your defense in the Colts. All right. I see. I see. Yeah. I kept mine. Very similar in some ways. I had Drew Sample, just like DraftKings. I had Amari Cooper. I had Darius Slayton. But where I did mix it up at is I went Nick Mullins to go in the other way. We've seen Nick Mullins come in. We've seen him light it up against, <laughs> I believe it was the Raiders when he came in for Jimmy Garoppolo that one game. Yep. $6,500. I just wanted to go total contrarian. I want to go completely cheap and just go with that quarterback because I love the rest of my lineup and what I was able to do. Kenyon Drake, who is my number one running back on the week against the Detroit Lions, had to grab him at $6,500. And then I had to follow that up with Ezekiel Elliott and what I think is going to be probably the highest scoring game of the week. Now, he was at nine grand, So that's why I had to go that route. But I was also able to add DeAndre Hopkins. These are the things you can do when you go super contrarian at a particular position. And then I followed up and I kept Derrick Henry. At the flex position too, and I went Tampa Bay's defense, who I actually like a lot this week. Yeah, myself. So, yeah, I really like Tampa's defense this week for sure. For sure, you can go with a top loaded lineup. Like I said, Nick Mullins, he he might be the reason I don't win money, but he could also be the reason why I win all the money. And that's kind of what you're looking for when you're looking at these big tournament plays. So we're gonna go to one more quick break. On the other side, we got Chaz, who's in the waiting room for you guys. So we're gonna go ahead and get in some bets right after this quick little break for you. This is DC's DFS Challenge on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. All right, and we are back with the DC's DFS Challenge. As always, I'm your host, Dan Mater, follow with Chris Pinto, and a special guest, Mr. Chaz Filardi. Chaz, can you hear us? I can see you. Connected? Chaz, are you all live? So again, some technical difficulties, I think, worked out a little bit here. I don't see He'll his... figure it out. Did you see Chaz's little spreadsheet that he put on Twitter? No, why don't you go ahead and run that down for us while I figure out what's going on here. Man, I mean, I just uh, retweeted this on Twitter from my personal uh, Twitter account, at Aggie Kappasig. I'll also retweet it from the uh, Belly Up Fantasy account here in a little bit. But our guy, at Second Half Chaz, man, he is uh, he's something different. He knows what he's talking about. And he does it in a really eloquent way as well, as y'all will hear, hopefully hear pretty soon. But I'm going over this uh, spreadsheet that Chaz put together for us. And it is just, I, I mean, I don't even really know what I'm looking at, Chaz. I'm hoping that you're going to explain it to us because all I know is dollar signs, dollar signs, dollar signs all over this thing, brother. Um, if y'all haven't known, if y'all didn't know from, like Dan mentioned, uh, this is our third show, but it, first time we're live. Uh, on the radio, but two weeks ago, Chaz started a fictitious bankroll and he has a profited of 522 bucks. But 
He has also bet on everything that he's told our viewers to bet on as well. So he's got skin in the game. He's not just giving you false bets. He's letting you know where the money should go and to increase your bankroll. Um, follow him, man, for sure. I mean, at second half, Chaz, as you can see down there in the corner if you're uh, watching. But follow him on Twitter, man. Great guy. Great information. So hopefully he'll be able to come in here pretty soon and give us some feedback. Yeah, we're still trying to have uh, – we're still having a little bit of technical difficulties on his part. He seems to be having trouble hearing us at the moment. So, Chris, I want you to go ahead. I want you to keep taking it away, man. Yeah. Let's get, get into your locks of the week. We have a couple, and as soon as you do, I'll do mine, and then we'll try to get Chaz in here. For sure. So, Chaz, I know you can hear me, I'm hoping, but you can't talk to me. Excuse me. So, ever since you came on the show, man, I've gotten – I didn't know what sports betting was all about. And uh, my father-in-law is real big into it. He's actually in Vegas right now, and uh, he cashed out on the uh, Thursday night game and then also on the Syracuse game this morning. So, big props to him. But my locks for the week um, – I'm not going to look at yours. I think we have one of the same ones, but my locks for the week, man, I'm going to go with the Indianapolis Colts over the Jets. Ten and a half points. I mean, come on, the over-under is 43.5. The Colts are just going to stomp all over the Jets. I mean, yeah, just keep on moving forward, right, Chris? Okay, the second one I'm going to go with is going to be the Arizona Cardinals and the Detroit Lions. Um, Five and a half, 5.5 points. The over-under is 54.5. It's a huge scoring game. But I think the Cardinals cover this no problem. I mean, I always got to cheer for my guy, Kyler, even though he was only here for a little bit. But uh, thanks and gig him, Kyler. So those are my two locks of the week, Dan. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah, I went with a couple of interesting guys here as we got them back in the waiting room. Let's hopefully it works this time. As we're going through that, my first lock of the week is the Patriots minus six. Versus the Raiders at minus 105 with no Henry Ruggs, with a Darren Waller not 100%, with Josh Jacobs not 100%. The way I like it is I think the Patriots are going to be able to pretty much do what they did against the Miami Dolphins and be able to just run their vanilla offense, run with Cam, get into the goal line, and that should be good enough. And they should be able to win that game. And at six and a half, I will take that at a minus almost, almost even money at minus 105. I'm going to try this one more time. Chaz, can you hear us? This microphone is muted. It looks like he might be frozen a little bit. We got a, a bad connection, I think, going on here. Oh, oh, oh. Chaz, can you hear us? Unmute yourself, Chaz. Mute button. Wait, wait. I see you talking, Chaz. The mute <laughs> button. We're still trying to get that worked out, I guess. Oh, wait. How's that? There oh, we go. The there he is. The man I was, the legend. I was listening to you guys on uh, Facebook Live. It was pretty cool. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Glad to finally have you in here. And for those of you who don't know, Chaz Velarde of Sports Betting Weekly, also owner of ChampionshipFootballs.com. Big reason why we have our big giveaway for the month of September and every month throughout the entire football season. Chaz, how are we doing tonight? Well, you know what? I need Baylor to come back and I'll be okay. Uh, you guys are familiar with the whole backdoor cover thing, right? Why don't you go ahead and break it down for the audience? 
you know, when the point spread is you're winning and it's a meaningless touchdown that doesn't impact the game, but it does impact the who waits in line in Vegas. Right. I got one. Of, I had one of those today. It, 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 I had a steak sandwich for lunch, so I'm not going to sit here and complain about things. But it was during lunch that I got backdoor covered with UCF. So the sandwich just wasn't as good as it could have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than that, man, you have been on absolute fire through the first two weeks for us. What? What are you? What are some of the things that you're looking at? And then once you give that, I'll give my second lock of the week. Well, we use the data system that we have for our sports betting lessons program, and it's a, a, a color coded, and it allows you to see things. So we look for consistencies. Now, third weekend, I'm pretty excited because the first couple of weeks, you know, you guys were just thinking what may happen, but the live action. Did you see how well it did last week? Oh yeah, we went nine and one. Well, because the teams were the better teams, but they fell behind. And and if all you're betting is the game, and that's the, the sportsbettinglessons.com tip this week is that live action, you got to do it. Yeah, that's that that's where the easy money is at. Because like you said, it's not what you think could happen. You're seeing it right in front of you. You know, you can tell where the momentum is swinging. And that's really the best way to try to make some money there at the end of the day. So I really like it. What kind of uh, team totals? I know that's what you like to usually bet. What kind of team totals are you looking at this week? Somebody likes the Colts. I not only bet the Colts, I bet the New York Jets team totals under. So what I'm saying is I'm not sure if the Colts are going to score a lot of points, but I think they're going to cover and they're going to not allow a lot of points. So I'm betting that twice. And then in one game, you mentioned your other game, the Seattle-Dallas game. Yeah. I'm all over that over. I got both team totals over. I have three separate bets in that game. Ooh. I believe the over-under for the entire game is set at 55 and a half, correct? That's correct. Uh, that's not, that's what it might have been before showtime, gentlemen, but it's now 57 and it's minus 110. Okay. Oh, my Lord. That was 57. What, what, what are you thinking? What are you thinking, Chaz, for that game? You're thinking 60, 60 plus? Well, the, I, what I did is I bet both teams team total. So if I, as long as I get the over, I'm getting one of those other ones, but my goal is – a can of the Texas Texas Tech game. I want to see that that night. That was, I mean, overtime. I mean, that was. It's, it's no A and M LSU, but it was a good game. I I I laughed because they scored so fast at the end of the game. It went from seventy to hundred in no time. Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> so so the, the the you talked and you complimented me, but. I thought when you guys did what you did last week in the challenge, your challenge, I thought it was impressive. But what you did this week was even better. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'm never satisfied until I win. And that's exactly what I did last week. Uh, once again, in case you're just joining into the show, the DC's DFS challenge tournament on DraftKings, it gives you the opportunity. If you are able to beat Chris and I, if you're able to come in first place out of However many contestants that we have, there's it's for free. We invite everybody to come and play, and you can click on that link on social media at Belly Up Fantasy at any time. And if you beat one of us, you can become an eligible contestant for $100 at championshipfootballs.com. Chaz, why don't you go ahead and tell the people what are some of the things they can find on that website? Well, it's the coolest present they'll open that day guaranteed. And that's our motto, and we've never – ever and 
it was the Texas USC game. That was our first year. I think it was 206, 2006. You know, like Vince we never season. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Gosh. But that was it was a great football game, but that was our first one. We've never had to send the football back. We've never had someone take us up on the, the guarantee. So yeah, if you like if you like a college team or a pro team that have been champions, if your team is you know, a team that doesn't win, I can't help you because we do championshipfootballs.com. It is not, I repeat, it is not. You had a pretty good season, footballs.com. <laughs> I feel like that's I love it. a shot I love it. Had, but it's okay. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah. So but anyway, so- a quick, quick, quick fantasy question because you know you guys yeah. are teaching me more about fantasy. But for my listeners on my show, I've been learning for seven years now. I learned soccer from Paulo and hockey from Blackhawk West. But is there an option for live action in fantasy? Can you, if somebody gets hurt in the first quarter, can you do something? There is a format in which- DraftKings has something like that now, right? Yeah, DraftKings does have a format in which if you have a player get injured, you are allowed to replace uh, said player. But um, it's not something that's very common right now in fantasy football because it seems to be part of the game. Part of the strategy tends to be, you know, if you guys get hurt, you kind of have to deal with it as part of the game goes. It could be, it's kind of like that joker. It's kind of like that wild card. It kind of evens things out to some degree. So you kind of have to be able to pick your matchups. Like you wouldn't play a Devontae Adams or you probably wouldn't take the chance on a Julio Jones this week, especially when you have to pay up for those type of guys when there's really no guarantee that even if they do play in that game, that they're actually going to be able to finish that game. So it kind of gets rolled into the strategy, but there is a platform in which you are allowed to replace. Now I believe it's not everybody. I believe it's, if it's one player goes down, you can replace it, but you have two players go down. You can't replace two players uh, from what I understand. I don't know if that helps you out at all. No, no, it makes it makes sense. I, because we've played a little. My wife played. My son played. I played one year, and it was too hard for me. I quit. <laughs> I don't well, quit you anything. Do again, Dan and I'll help you out. Well, you, you're doing great in all the other bets. So that's that's what counts. No, and it really is for me. It's it's about cash and tickets. You saw what we did last week. We started off zero and four, and and we lost seventy two dollars for the weekend. You know what? If you we talked about it. Your golf game is more than $72, right? You told me that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah absolutely. For sure. It's a great hobby. A lot of, a lot of fun, but today was a, today's a good day, but last week you were great luck for me. I made a play when it's in the second half and I got off your show and I won already. It was like in the third quarter, it was, they scored 30 something points while you and I talked. So, so if you guys could do the same thing and think Baylor bears, <laughs> I'm, I'm all about it, man. Go I'm putting it, it out to the stratosphere as we speak right now. Just putting it, putting it all out there. Uh, well, why don't I go ahead and give my second lock of the week, and you can tell me what you think, Chaz. And that is, I'm taking the Tennessee Titans minus three versus the Minnesota Vikings at even money. I love that bet. Look, the Vikings. I talked about them a little bit when we we're talking DFS. Their defense is getting even weaker. The offense looks completely lost. Kirk Cousins looks completely lost. The Titans are playing really well for the first two weeks. I know they're without A.J. Brown, but they were out A.J. Brown last week, and they were still able to put up 33 points. I talked about how I love Derrick Henry this week. I think this is the week in which he goes off with the carries that he has been having, and he's been bottled up to this point. But Minnesota does not have the capabilities of bottling up anybody right now. I think they steamroll them. I love minus three. I feel like I'm just, I feel like they're giving me points at this point when you give me minus three for the Tennessee Titans. So at even money, 
I really love that bet as my second lock of the week. What do you think of that? Yeah, Minnesota's not scoring. I, I not only like that play, but I would advise you, if you were in our sportsbettinglessons.com program, I would advise you to also bet Minnesota's team total under. Right. Yeah, no, I like that a lot too. Chris, did you give your second lock of the week? I did. I went Colts and then I went Cardinals. That's what it was. I was trying to remember what that second game you're was. Good, you're good. I, I have them I both. What, I want to hear what Chaz has to say about my upsets because I don't know. I don't, I'm not too sure about them. Well, before we get to the upsets, I do want to let you guys know that the upset segment is brought to you by Manscaped. If you want the best performance for your nether regions, Manscaped is the place for you. They have all the ball care you could ever need, like high-quality trimmers for unwanted hair or ball toner that will leave you smelling fresh all day long. So just go to manscaped.com and use the promo code BELLYUPFANTASY for 20% off of your purchase. Your balls will thank you. So now, Chris, go ahead and give us your upset pick of the week. Yeah, for sure. My upset pick of the week is my ball here, actually. No, I'm just kidding. Manscaped, <laughs> you're great. My wife loves you guys, so thank you so much. But so my first one, the Cowboys Seattle Seahawks game. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a homer on this one, guys. I'm gonna go with the Cowboys, right? <laughs> and then I'm gonna go with the Carolina Panthers and the Chargers over under was uh 44, and then Chargers is negative six and a half, but I think that the Chargers pull this one out. No CMC for the Panthers. And I think that Marquise Pouncey takes over this game on the offensive line and they just dominate. So I'm going to go with the Chargers and the Cowboys for my upsets. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, that Dallas-Seattle game, we talked about it. It's going to be a back and forth game. It's, it's going to be who has the ball last. That's pretty much what it's going to boil down to. And that could go either way. Uh, Dallas looked like they got things turned around a little bit offensively, especially against Atlanta coming back the way that they did. So maybe that gives them some confidence because really they still didn't play well in that game. It was more of a collapse by Atlanta than it was great comeback by Dallas. But maybe that gives them some confidence moving forward into this game, which they're going to have to have their A game because right now Russell Wilson looks like the best quarterback in the NFL. But that game could very well come down to who's going to have the ball last. So I do like that one quite a bit. And I'll give my upset pick real quick, and this should become as no surprise. But it is the Giants outright on the money line, plus 150. I talked about this before. You cannot expect the 49ers with their JV squad to go out there on Sunday and beat an NFL team. I do not care if the Giants do not have Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones, Darius Slayton are better than anything that they have to offer. You cannot overcome Jimmy Garoppolo, Tevin Coleman, Raheem Mostert, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Nick Bosa, Solomon Thomas, Dre Greenlaw, Richard Sherman. The list goes on and on. You cannot sustain those kind of losses. I don't care how deep you think the team is and think that they're going to be able to win on the road. I'm taking the Giants outright at plus 150. Chaz, what do you think about that? Yeah, you know what? I, I like both of those plays. The Dallas game, of course, I'm going to have an opinion on because I've got money on it. But if it goes 30-30 and Dallas kicks a field goal, like you said, to walk off, good for them. Uh, the Giants are, like you said, you just named a dozen guys. Right. The, I saw a scroll. It was a scroll of injuries, and the first whole page was San Francisco. <laughs> it's bad. It's brutal. It's real bad. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen one team in two weeks lose that many players. And oh, what's worse man. is that these are guys that are going to probably be out for multiple weeks. This isn't like they're a one and done week where they're going to get healthy by week four. 
We're talking about week five, week six before a lot of these guys start coming back. Oh, and I forgot to mention, I just came off the top of my head, D Ford. D Ford's out too. Yeah. So they have no pass rush whatsoever heading into this game. What's been the one weakness for the Giants so far in the first two weeks is handling the pass rush. Their offensive line is still young. They're still melding. They're not going to have to deal with that this week. You just had to play the Pittsburgh Steelers. You just had to play the Chicago Bears. That's immensely better than what they're going to see on Sunday against the San Francisco 49ers. I think they're going to be prepared for that game. I think they're going to be ready for that game. I think they're going to be able to stretch out the field. I feel very confident about that. That's why I keep going on and on about it uh, myself. Chaz, now we got those out of the way. You talked about a couple of teams. Do you have any other team totals that you're really looking at for this particular week? Well, I'll give you the rundown. Now, you know how it works, okay? We start, we bet, and then we do the math, and then we start again. And we're going to do this for 17 weeks. And our goal is to be up a lot of money at the end. We we won't change our units any. We're going to still go with a – a, a, a hundred want to win a hundred. So on one play, which is the Jets team total under it's 17 and a half at minus minus one eighty. We're not going to very often have minus one eighties. That's normally not how we bet, but that's one of the things that we'll do too, is we'll look at numbers. We'll establish a number we'd like. And if it happens live, we hop on it. So like the chargers, uh, Chris mentioned the chargers. They're over on this 28 and a half. That's not what we like. We like 20 low, 22, 23 and a half. It gets down to 23 and a half. We're hopping right on them. But so what we do, we've got the Colts and the Jets under. That's one game. We've got over in Dallas, Seattle. We've got Arizona. Like, like I said, I got both Chris's teams. And then we've got over in the Green Bay, New Orleans game. But this one, we're hoping that we're right. When you're right, you win a lot of bets. When you're wrong, you got to have live action because now you're trying to, to get to break even. I've done it quite a few times this weekend where I've had, uh, you know, I was behind and I, I, I took a game that I lost. If you bet the game, it lost, but I won twice. So I lost the game bet, but I won twice in live action, usually the second half. And then maybe again in the third or fourth quarter. Um, and so then we went with over green Bay, new Orleans and both team totals over a uh, look. And that's a night game. So again, participation trophies, for the over, yay! You say yay for everybody, yay, yay, whatever. Sack him in the end zone, yay! Throw a touchdown, yay! So, Chaz, are you not worried about uh, Drew Brees and no Michael Thomas and the way he looked against the Raiders? Well, here's the thing: I cashed with them on the first half over against the Raiders. I believe that they're good enough to make the changes. They have another week playing without him, and I'm looking for points. And I think Green Bay's going to give a few. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I just, I, go ahead, Chris. Adams is out for Green Bay, right? He is doubtful at the moment. We will okay. hopefully, I'm hoping for fantasy owners out there, we're going to get some kind of clarification for that in Sunday morning. Or maybe Adam Schefter with his uh, midnight tweets will help yeah. us out here. We'll out. I, I don't know. Uh, he was doubtful. It's it's such a weird situation when it came to Devontae Adams because he started off the week where it was it was precautionary that they kept him out. It was because they were up so big. But then he didn't practice at all. And it sounds like to me he might be more injured than Julio Jones is coming into this week where Julio might have a better chance than Devontae Adams. So I'm not really expecting him to be out there either. It, it's going to come down to Aaron Jones and Alvin Kamara really for both of these offenses to be able to move, I believe. So it's going to be kind of interesting because these are two defenses that are pretty good when they can get off of the field. And that was the Saints problem last week against the against the Raiders. They couldn't get off the field on third down. And they got left out to dry by their offense on quite a few occasions as well. So by the fourth quarter, they were gassed. That's why I saw Josh Jacobs starting to run over them 
I, I think it's going to come down to which team gets to gas the other one in this one. Uh, very well could be coming down to that. Regardless, yeah, I'm very guys, sad because remember, those are two good quarterbacks, too. Yeah. Sorry, Jazz. No, I was just saying, those are two good quarterbacks. So they're going to be able to handle – they've seen injuries. They've lost their number one, number two guys before. And these are NFL players, right? Next man up. Then the question I have for you two is next man up is different for sports betting because in fantasy, if you don't catch the injury, you're you're out, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That's basically how it boils down. So you got to make sure you have your lineup set with no injuries in it before you before you dive in. So otherwise, so once, once they lock, you lock. Your Sunday morning. Hi, Rod. Say it again, Chaz. Well, talk to me about your Sunday morning. I know he mentioned the Charger quarterback. Is that something where people had enough time, or are you do you got to be done by a certain time? How does it work? Well, so I mean, with the Chargers quarterback and Tyrod Taylor, I think that was like thirty-five minutes before, and normal people were probably not starting him. But then also, normal people probably had enough time to switch him out. I was just in a bad situation. I was out and about, and I'm in. I don't even want to tell you the number of leagues I'm in. But there was a couple of leagues where I had Tyrod starting in, including a league that Dan and I am in together. And I just I, – I fumbled it. I muffed it. Terrible managing by myself. Um, well, that's so, also a rare situation because normally speaking, you're going to get at least an hour and a half before the game kicks off to know exactly who's injured, who's in, who's out type of deal. And that's why on Sunday morning you have Chris on – Belly Up Fantasy talking about the news updates. You have me on at Belly Up MDFF show tweeting out the news updates. That's why, that's why we're all on all Sunday morning because staying up to date before those games kick off at one o'clock is crucial because otherwise you can get left out to dry very, very easily. And even though the other players in the later games might have locked yet, if you don't have backup plans for said Devontae Adams or players such as that, then you could be left out the dry because you might not have anybody else in the option. So that's why staying up to date with us, especially on Twitter, when we give those free player news update notifications for you guys all throughout the week is essential to being able to win your fantasy leagues. And especially with DFS, when you get to choose whoever you want to. That's vital, vital. So Jazz, we're going to go ahead. We're going to let you go. I appreciate you coming on. We'll have you back next week. Back again on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Hopefully, yeah, I'll post all the picks for you guys. Absolutely. And we'll be tweeting you guys throughout the day. Remember, make sure you join us on the DC's DFS Challenge Tournament on DraftKings, where Chaz next week is going to be giving somebody $100 for the month of September. So, Chaz, thank you very much again. We're going to talk to you again real soon. Have a great weekend, guys. Make some money. You thank too, you, Chaz. You too. We appreciate you, brother. Chris, Chris, Chris. Yeah, I love it. I love the best that we have, man. I love what we're looking at for this week. Feel pretty good about our DFS uh, contents. I feel pretty good about the best that Chaz just gave us. I feel pretty good about the locks that we just gave and the upset picks. And this is what we're going to be doing every Saturday night, 930 to 1030. Our goal, look, like I said, our goal for the DC DFS Challenge is to win you guys some money. It's where it's a little bit different than when fantasy football, because fantasy football is most of the time, especially when we're talking about it, it's a season-long endeavor. It's a marathon. And that's kind of what's fun about DFS. It's a sprint. It's a 17-sprint race, basically. That's pretty much what it boils down to. And it's kind of refreshing to be able to do it at the end of the week when you spend all week long trying to hammer out the numbers for your redraft leagues. What trades do you need and all that kind of stuff? And of course, we take care of that for you at the MD's Fantasy Football Show. Chris takes care of that for you uh, exclusively on the Belly Up Fantasy Live show. That's just on Belly Up Fantasy Sports 
as of right now. But yeah, and that's something we're always going to do. So hopefully people are enjoying this. Hopefully they're getting some content out of it. Chris, what's some of the things you're working on right now? Man, obviously, like you mentioned a couple of times, the Belly Up Fantasy Live show. I mean, that's like my baby right now. We got me, Ryan Hicks, uh, Billy Witt, and Tom, man. These three guys are impeccable. you got to come check us out. We moved to Wednesday nights to help you out leading up to Thursdays. And we're putting a lot of content out there just within our two-hour show. I mean, it's two hours. It's jam-packed. But I've got a couple things going on. So you can kind of follow us and see what we're talking about just by a ticker. So that kind of helps you if you're looking at certain different things. Other than that, man, the start sits like Dan's time on the Twitter content. And I'm always trying to do stats and things like that. So if you want to ask me start sits in my DMs, you've got trade questions, send me uh, questions or pictures in my DMs and I'll help you out. Um, other than that right now, let's just win some ships, right, Dan? I, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, just so if in case it was not clear, you can always check out the Belly Up Fantasy live show on Twitter at Belly Up Fantasy or on Facebook, also at Belly Up Fantasy Sports. For my show, hopefully you guys watched it on Thursday and Friday, the MD's Fantasy Football Show on 12 to 1.30 on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, along with this show, of course, from 9.30 to 10.30. We do have episodes that are uploaded. If you download the WWSRN app, you'll be able to see it under the podcast tab on Monday and Tuesdays where we recap the show. We don't go live on those ones, but we recap Sunday. We talk about the waiver wire segments and the Sunday night, Monday night recaps on Tuesday. So those are all the things that we have going on. Uh, for you guys, remember, make sure you're following us tomorrow at Belly Up MDFF Show, at Belly Up Fantasy Sports, because we're going to keep you up to date all throughout the morning. We do that every single week because we want everybody to make sure that they are in prime position to be able to win some money. So we have that. We have a lot of great articles out. So go ahead and check out everything there. I want to thank Errol Marks once again for letting this show come on to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, giving us this platform, giving us this new brand of audience that I hope will be able to win some money with us and enjoy this show. And of course, a big shout out to Mike Brown of belly up sports. Those two guys coming together, partnering up is what has made this show on this network possible. And we have a very bright future ahead for us. Remember at belly up MDFF show at Aggie Kappa Sig. You can always find them there. Everyone take care, win some money tomorrow, and we'll see you again next time.